Hello, everyone, and welcome to issue number 117 of the Backyard Funky Podcast. Damn. And remember, this is the only podcast that counts the headlights on the highway. That was for Doc Chris. That was, that was, that was good. That or was if good. that doesn't tickle your fancy, I could say, this is the only podcast that realized it's going to be a long, long time till Touchdown brings us around again to find we're not the podcast we thought. No. <laughs> I can't even. Oh, no. Oh, no. We're a rocket we're a podcast. podcast. Would you say the only podcast, podcast that kills the fatted cow tonight? Uh, Sorry, calf tonight. My bad. The I'll only podcast that goes, that goes live on Thursday. 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 <laughs> Thursday. Is it Saturday? <laughs> What's today? It's Thursday. It's the, the only right podcast that walks down the yellow brick road. <laughs> Joining us, we have Doc Chris. Sir Elton is the greatest of all time. That wasn't even a really good accent. No, that was <laughs> that was awful. I guess went on the spot. I just I don't Where's, know. What, what region is that from? I went from it. It's uh, it's actually just north of UK. It's actually underwater. It's the mermaids, the northern UK <laughs> mermaids. They have very tight lips to keep the water out. Lots of planets have a north. Yep. <laughs> uh, David the Bitter Menace. I can't cast that here. It's the original bad coyote himself, Sergio. Welcome everyone to the best podcast in the world. Thanks to everyone who's listening on everything iHeartRadio, Apple Music. Anywhere you can download a podcast app, and thank you for everyone who's been giving us feedback, giving us likes, shares, links, and subscribes all over everything that we have. Did we release a music album lately? I hope we so. Should. That, that's, I don't know why we're on Apple Music. That's weird. Because sometimes I gotta drop some fat beats. Oh, <laughs> that's right. Yeah, you don't know about our holiday album coming up? <laughs> I guess I must have missed that one. Uh, yeah. TV's Casey. Hey, it's me. And I'm your host for the evening, Booster Greg. <laughs> Greg is also a person. I'm also I'm also a person. I'm a thing. Um, let's talk about let's talk about what we're talking about. I'm so tired. I can't even form sentences right now. It's been a long day. It's been for a all very of us. long day. Kingsman: The Golden Circle. The first Kingsman. What was everyone's opinion on that? We never did a podcast on it. I know we've touched upon it here or there. Let's get it official so, on the record. So, I didn't even care to watch it in theaters. I saw the previews. I was like, eh, you know. Um, I don't think anyone watched it in theaters. No, I, I did. Not. I watched it in theaters. I was clean. I was doing something yeah. mundane when it showed up on like the cable channels, like on Showtime or one of the two. And I was like, I'm too lazy to change the channel. Fuck it. I'll watch it. And it was fantastic. It's like, great. There's, yeah. It's Matthew Vaughn. It's the guy who breathed new life for about 10 seconds into the X-Men franchise. It's like, <laughs> it's what... It's what, like, what the James Bonds movies used to be and what they still should be. They they kept like that weird, goofy technology, that yeah, class yeah. of the character. You know what I mean? Like it's that's what made James Bond awesome, was just like that goofy shit that shouldn't work, but it does, and that's what this is. And all the while they're actually taking the piss out of James Bond movies. Yes. Which is great. It's like and they literally say like reference James Bond in the movies. And uh, I don't know anyone who actually saw the first one in theaters because it was just this quote unquote sleeper hit. I mean, now I know one person like, who, who saw it. Everyone else I've talked to, because uh, I was just like, oh, hey, hasn't anyone going to see the second one? Yada, yada. I was like, oh, yeah, I saw the first one. Didn't know anything about it. Watched it. It was phenomenal. Like, it was it was a great, it was a great action movie, just like Dave said. It harped on all the good things we like about James Bond. And uh, it, had, it had, like, all the crazy gadgets. It had, like, the suave style that uh, that we like from, from our uh, mm -hmm. brethren over in the U.K., and uh, yeah, I think it did a really, really good job. And also it has that crazy action style, the way things are cut, the way things are shot, the way the camera moves around a scene, the way the characters move, that they're basically like superheroes. 
Um, yeah, their yeah. their fighting style. I know this is usually Dave's like area, but I like I was watching when I was watching the sequel. It dawned on me their fighting style is super British. It's just like it's quick, it's precise, it's absolute, it is uh, swift. It, it's just like very confident and fast movements followed by stiff upper lip and it was it's just fucking <laughs> you're beautiful. right yes, aren't all of right. they use also lip. like the walther ppk kind of a gun yeah <laughs> yeah like your classic sh- little tiny snub-nosed james bondy pistol oh, mm-hmm. so great um let me ask you this though. is it is it a great action movie or is it a good action movie with a phenomenal scene towards the end so i'm i'm gonna jump in here for a hot yeah, minute yeah I'm yeah. going to tell you why I don't actually know whether I like the first one or not. Okay. Whoa. So We're very confused. Bold. Yes. Um, so this movie, um, you know, the one, that one huge scene at the end of the, uh, the, the, the first, the big church scene from the first one was hands down friggin' amazing scene. First off, going to say that. Oh, yeah. Great. I thought that I was very confused about this movie. I went, walked in not knowing too much about it. Um, and I thought it has this very strange tone because I honestly think it has a very PG-13 tone. Yeah. Mm. Uh, I honestly think this movie would have been better as a PG-13 movie um, because yeah. it isn't quite gory enough for the like gory enough for the rated R. Yeah, there is some hyper violence, but I feel like it's it is very stylized, but it wasn't like stylized enough. With the ex- there's discretion. There's discretion shots too, like the snapping of a neck is is a cutaway. Yeah, there's lots of stuff there. Um, yeah. The end, like honestly, until the very end when everyone starts exploding in a like vat of of basically <laughs> colors. Yeah, like 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 colors. I didn't know that it was. I honestly thought it was basically a straight movie. I didn't think it it gave enough of a wink and a nod to make me realize, hey, um, they're actually trying to satirize like a lot of stuff there it wasn't until the very end when i went oh okay mm-hmm. so i didn't think it was enough leaned enough in the satire way um i think it had it really? should have been think so? i mean i mean they had a lady with like knives for legs dude i've seen again i've used to, i watched a bunch of the james bond movies like crazier things have happened and i understand that's dude over there's the jaws he's a guy with shark teeth. exactly like metal shark teeth. so like i thought yeah they're not like kind of you know hinting at this and paying homage to it but i didn't with the exception of samuel l jackson's like ridiculous accent um up until the very end i didn't know what they were going for so i really wanted i really wanted either a darker movie or a much more hyper stylized and much more obvious about the jokes that they were doing um so i walked in so i actually have watched that movie about three times because i'm so confused about whether i actually enjoyed it or not i just felt weird about it afterwards i was like i don't know whether it was good or not yeah, I, I think for me it was a it's a it's a good movie, but that Freebird scene, man, like that, yeah, just, that for me, like I was like on board, like you you know I love my nap movies, so I was on board with that being a good solid nap movie up until that point, and I was just like, man, the action, the it's come alive, the the just the syncing with the music was just so phenomenally done. By the way, I should mention this: you'll hear clinging and clanging and dog barks and all that stuff. Emily is away for the weekend, so I'm dog sitting essentially. Usually the dog's locked downstairs. So if you hear that, I'm sorry. I apologize. 
She might even come on camera if you're lucky. I don't know. And now you know the secret noise in the background. That's the secret noise in the background. Answers to questions you didn't know you had, but now you know. It's a puppy. Definitely not Casey trying to eat dinner. You know what? We're really going for (laughs) for the the, the puppy demographic on this particular podcast. So that's That's an important demographic. Just saying, if you hear someone licking their ass, it's actually probably me trying to excuse it. Probably Dave, actually. Um, I don't lick my own wow. ass. That's that's weird. Yes. That's weird, man. That, that, that's your line, Dave. That's the line. Yeah. Okay. Yep. I don't lick my own ass. That's weird. <laughs> Other asses I will lick, but not mine. There it is. Love so. it. Cool. So, um, it's 2017, Grandpa. That's <laughs> the only podcast that gives you answers to questions you didn't know you had, but you had them, and now you have or wa- now you know no, or wanted or wanted at all. <laughs> nice. Um. So that, that's kind of what we thought about. The first Kingsman. <laughs> Did we really? And there's the dog again. Just waits for me to start talking. Um, I don't even hear it. But you don't? Okay, good. Yeah. So, um, did we really need a sequel to Kingsman? No. Yes. No. Yes. Absolutely. I would yes. Really? I think the real question is, did we need this sequel to Kingsman? We'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> Can't wait to hear that. So, Throwing down the Ladies and gentlemen, K- TV's Casey hitting that uh, hard-hitting questions. <laughs> But first, yeah. make sure to like, share, link, subscribe, guys. Tell your mother, tell your friends, tell your brother and your dog. Listen on the way Why? to the vet. Listen Why on the way to your pediatrician. Listen everywhere. So, Serge, uh, it seems like your answer is the one that surprised everyone. Even some people no, in Casey's. chat. He, what? Casey's? No, Casey just said no. That he agreed with all of us. We did not need a sequel. You, on the other hand... We're kind of the odd man out. Why? What was it oh, about really, the first I, one that made you want a second I, I, one? I, I, thought, I thought you were saying yes. You you also wanted one, too. And I, uh, I, wanted, I wanted a sequel, but not this sequel. So I'm kind of in between. Okay. <laughs> but ah. but you, go, you go first, man, because I'm always on this. I, I, like, I like the first one because it was, it was so hyper-stylized. Like, I didn't think that's what the movie was going to be. I honestly thought it was going to be a James Bond ripoff, but just like... A more a more English English version because you know you have the Kingsman you had this tailor shop and you had this underground world so uh, and this was before it's about being a gentleman and such yeah and I really didn't know what to expect same thing with 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 this movie so anyway uh, after the first one ended I was like you know what that movie was fun it was just a fun movie I didn't think too much about it I didn't go with any expectations whatsoever high or low which is a good way to go into movies I think because nowadays we have a lot of expectations mm. when we see trailers when we know the backstory when we read the comic when when we know the lore from a book or whatever and we're like okay let's see what they're going to deliver to me um but for kingsman there was none of that and then i had something in my opinion that was fun i mean there were a a lot of qualms i had with the movie like even the even the director had a problem with samuel jackson's list that's not something he planned on Mm. but he's got samuel jackson in his movie i mean samuel Samuel jackson's like hey what if i had a lisp and, you give him the goddamn like, do, you, list. do you say yeah. no to this guy? Right, no. and not only that, but he was like really excited to do it. And you're like, hmm, should I just crush his spirit and tell him no and see if he'll want to work with me ever again? <laughs> or just let him do whatever he wants because he's Samuel Jackson. Yeah. I mean, the same thing happened in Triple X, believe it or not. Like in Triple X, like his like his character has like a scar on his face, he's all meted up. And originally that was nowhere in anywhere in the script. And Samuel J. Jackson's like, why don't we just give him a scar? Like his face got burned. Like why? And he goes. He's like well, he's like forever like doing that shit. Because even in Star Wars, he's like, I want a purple lightsaber. And George Lucas is like, they're not ever purple. They're uh, they're the red. They're blue. They're green. There's there's not. And I love when he tells that story too, because he's just like, oh, yeah, I'm proud. I put a purple lightsaber in there because I wanted to be able to see myself in a big huge battle that was yeah. going to be in the movie <laughs> to be like, there I am right there. And I was like, what? <laughs> what? Snakes oh, on a plane, man. He fought yeah. for that title. 
So, so watching the first one with no expectations whatsoever from any lore, any book, or anything, I was like, "Oh, this movie is fun. I'd like to see another one." And that's yeah, apparently uh, Kingsman is based on a comic book. Yeah, Mark Millar. Mark really? Millar. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. I, I'm sure it's a very loose. Has, has anyone read or seen any no. pages from it? I, I, I've made a promise to myself to read less of his work. In my old wow. that's, that's why? A, that, why? So like he, it's garbage. Mark Millar, and I, I know I've gone on <laughs> this rant before. He is fantastic at setting up a story. The first issue always grabs me, like, oh, this is intriguing. You have Nemesis, which is what if Batman was a bad guy. You have Huck, which is like almost like a, a simpleton Superman story. Uh, <laughs> the first couple issues of Wanted really grabbed me. Uh, and yeah, villains taking over the world. Sure. Yeah, su- superior. Well, actually, up. wanted I think grabbed me throughout the most. That's kind of an exception. Uh, superior, which is what if a kid found a magic space monkey and became Superman? What? Yeah. That sounds cool. Uh, Wait, the monkey or the kid? The kid. Damn it. Okay, yeah. go on. Good no, question. the magic space monkey doesn't need any. He's like a mixoplick, Mister Mixie's plitlick. Um, anyways, Mr. so like, you're reading these books and you're like, oh, all right, I'm really done. This is really good. And then you're like halfway through and you're like, why? What is going on? What? Where did this turn shitty? And then the ending is just always almost always just crap. So it's, a, it's more like a fuck you than anything. Else. Yeah. Like, wow. It was just a fuck you. Yeah. Wow. yeah my, my the infamous uh, next wave agents of hate is actually uh, Warren Ellis's attempt to satirize Mark Millar's work on Marvel comics in the early 2000s. And it works. It, it works. It's so fucking good. Um, we have to do it on the show. So I've made a promise to myself to, to not read any more of his stuff ever, ever again, no matter if it's old stuff that I missed or what. And this was uh, Mark Millar, and I believe Dave Gibbons did the art for it, if yeah, I'm not mistaken. Of, of Watchmen. Who also did Watchmen, which is really cool. Yeah. But even that, mm. like, I can't, I can't fucking do it. I can't. Don't make me. I won't. I'm not <laughs> making us do a comic book club for it. You're not going to make me fucking read it. Um, but I mean, like, I agree. The the first one kind of, I think, made me want a second one, but I could have done without it. And the fact that, well, let's dive into it. Yeah, they fucking kill everybody. Yeah, so <laughs> again, what the hell, again. So <laughs> we get all these rich characters from the first movie, right? We got like yeah. a, a cool backstory for the dog. We have this whole like part where like Eggsy can't kill the dog because he's in love with him, and like that's his buddy, and and, blah, blah, blah. and what do they do? They kill the fucking cool kill chick. The they kill the dog. They blow up everything. Um, they only leave Mark Strong and Eggsy. Merlin yeah. and Eggsy, yep. essentially. Yeah. You know, what, what was up with, with killing that cool chick? I thought they were gonna like cook up later on because they're like, oh, we have we we're in the same workplace and we're both cool. See, I like I that. think they did that so there wasn't any conflict. I actually I think they did this for you, Serge. If they were to do this move for anyone in the world, it would be for you. So exactly. instead of having a love triangle throughout this whole movie, they killed ah! the other chick so yes. he can only hook up with the anal pun intended. <laughs> that's, that's what we in the TV tropes world like to call murdering the hypotenuse. So it's uh, it's just a love line then. It's just direct, <laughs> yeah, one it's a direct no triangle. It's two points line. connected. The best line. <laughs> the best line. Oh man! Thank you, Greg. You're that welcome. was uh, I was I was saving that for you. That was great. Uh, <laughs> so that's what they did, right? Complete. They they took away any sort of <laughs> dis- uh, disruption or distraction to the action and the main story. But I, I still really like that cool chick. 
Yeah, yeah. she was. I, I thought she was gonna do more. Like I, I was kind of sad when they killed her off. Yeah, but that, that, that whole like beginning scene in the movie was 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 pretty cool. Like it was crazy. It just put you in the action. Oh, it's so good. Oh my god! And one of my buddies, who's like, who's like, like a, a car guy, he was like, "Ooh, car stuff!" Yeah. <laughs> like, right? Because he wasn't sure if he would like this movie or not, and it's like, "Ooh, car stuff!" It's like, up, oh, movie's got him. Good, ten out of ten Mike, already. You mean Mike, friend of the show? No, 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 another buddy of mine, John. John, friend of the show. Uh, hey. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I mean that the action's crazy. It's like uh, all of a sudden they're just in this crazy car chase, like in the UK, and like like one of, one of these cars is like a Gatling gun. And, it's this guy oh, from his past, and and it was so ridiculous too. Like that beginning scene, it's like for no reason. Like they just threw Gatling gun and this and that, but it was okay. It was amazing, and he had a robotic arm for a fucking reason. That's what the one yeah, thing I the guy point out. had a robotic arm and like a knife. And I love the way the, the camera's following like yeah. them like around, or like it would follow like a certain action, like it would follow the knife itself around, yeah. or like or like uh, it would follow their eyes of looking at something. It was, it was like it would lead you towards like looking out and there's like oh there's like oncoming cars so he like punches him out of the car so he like look in the oncoming car and then like just like jump over the car to the roof it's like whoa one thing like uh, that I want to point out and I got worried when I saw the robotic arm was I really thought they were going to treat us like Winter Soldier the way he like he fights and does shit mm. um, the way you know because Winter Soldier fights a certain way and he uses that robotic arm very aggressively and very well in like the Avengers movies right. yeah um, but they didn't do that in this, and I'm glad they didn't. Yeah, me like, too. Like, they eased, and he fought completely different with a robotic arm that I didn't even cat, like, I didn't even think about, like, a freaking, like, a grappling hook and all that shit. Like, that was sick, yeah. He did a lot of cool shit with his arm. I'm like, I'm glad they went this route. I would have been really upset. They're like, uh, all right, well, uh, Winter Soldier works, so let's just do that. Nope, they did their own fucking thing. You're right, thing. they could have fantastic. easily carbon copied that. They're like, ooh, that's cool. Let's give yeah. our guy an arm. But no, it was, it was like, it was like the, the Bionic uh, Commander. And it was worth it. It was. It was it, not worth it, but it, it made it made sense. It wasn't. He had a uh, robotic arm just to have it. He used it to hack their system. But you want to know? It didn't make sense. Why the hell did they target the Kingsman? Literally never explained. Yeah. Yeah. How did she even really know about? Yep. Him? No because explanation of how he and uh, Julianne Moore hooked up and why they targeted the Kingsman specifically to kill them all. Probably because they're the ones that could stop him, maybe. Um, so then yeah, but, why but did even, they... So how did they even, hook up? Even the statesmen were unaware of who they were. Like, how did she know? Because the because that guy, Josh, got the robotic arm. So how did they hook up, and what's the significance of that? They explained it somewhere in the movie where basically, like, Are he... Are you sure? Yeah, I remember them talking well, so about So see, there, there's a part in the movie where the guy with the metallic arm um, jumps into a Metallo. hole... And it, there's a big thing that the, the sign that says plot. Um, yep. So I, I'm assuming that Acme, has something to do with Acme it. Acme plot. Acme plot. <laughs> yeah. It's like when it's like a big black yeah. hole. It says Acme plot. <laughs> he jumps right in. <laughs> I would like to submit you know this as uh, exhibit one of mm -hmm. plot holes with this movie. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. But but you know you, you are right about that because it does explain who he was. He used to be he he was a reject of the Kingsman. Yeah, yeah I get he that. was in the first one. He he was uh, not dead because of the whole implant thing. No. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but they, but they they do fast forward to like, oh, he and Julianne Moore's uh, character are in cahoots with each other, but they don't really touch upon. I think she says something, but she was she she was so terrible in this movie that I didn't really pay attention. <laughs> oh, she was my favorite part of this. Yeah, movie. I I I, I, I I I like Julianne Moore in other movies. Like I like her in other movies, which is why it disturbed me in this one. I'm like, oh, this is not good for her. Like personally. <laughs> and I would have recast it uh, to uh, Elizabeth Banks. You're welcome. No. Yes. Oh God. Oh God. Give me Jesus, your hands. No. I can oh feel God. It. More. More Rita Repulsa. Yes. <laughs> more. Ooh, the Krispy Kreme. 
<laughs> we're in the Christmas. Dude, I watched that with my sister the other day. She was like, what? This got made? What budget did this have? <laughs> I was and, and and she was like, also, Krispy Kreme has a budget to like to do all this right? stuff? To be yep. in a major movie of the summer? Like, what? This is outrageous. I was like, yeah, it is outrageous. Also, who knew Krispy Kreme had that amount of money? Like, I had no idea. They just made a chocolate donut recently. Anyway... Um, <laughs> yeah, they did. Like oh, they, 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 they finally cracked that that code. I mean, yeah, the, yeah the it's like difficult it, chocolate donut. It was some crazy unveil too. It's like, oh, the same formula you guys love about our glazed donuts, we made into chocolate. It's like, wait, so you made a chocolate donut? Yeah, but with the formula we made for our glazed ones, it's like, yeah, it's a chocolate donut. But they made like a huge deal about it. It was really stupid. Anyway, uh, so fast forward, I, I would cast um, uh, in Harry Potter. The very, very scary, even Stephen King said she was very frightening, uh, Professor Doris Umbridge. Doris Umbridge. Nice. If they cast, if they cast her oh. in that role, yeah. Even Stephen King was like, I am disturbed by this lady. Like, this is great wow. writing in this character. And the that acting. would have been fucking dope. Yep. That. Cause That's I, what I'm saying. Like, I did like I did like the villain, but you need somebody who's American. That's the whole. Yeah, point. and like the she can do an American accent. British people do it all the time. I don't That's know. True. Not all British. Not not all like people in the United Kingdom can do American accents though. Like would she also Lisa. sound like they can. They, she they, can. They she can. can though. They, I know can. for a fact she can. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I know for a fact the act- that that actress definitely can. I know for a fact she can. Okay. And if you ever and if you ever watch her or YouTube like uh, uh, just look up like the Graham Norton show, which is a UK talk show, uh, he talks about he talks to all the U- all the actors mm. you know, from all over the world. But the UK actors that do work in America eventually end up doing English English uh, roles, speaking yeah. in American English. And, uh, and he'll ask him, oh, how easy it was or how hard it was to do it. And they all say, oh, it wasn't that hard at all. And for some reason, they like doing Southern accents. I don't know. They, they it's easier to do a Southern It's Well, because it's easier to do a Southern accent. Um, and also the reason why the Southerners speak the way they do is because it derives from the English accent. Yeah. Ooh. Actually, I reckon I think, I've had a lot of practice talking oh, that's Southern why these in, days. And that's why in this movie, Channing Tatum's character says, oh, like my, 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 my dad used to say the we Southerners got our charm from our English cousins or whatever. Yeah. 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 What was his name? What, he was whiskey. No, he wasn't whiskey. He was Agent he was tequila. he was tequila. tequila. And that tequila. bothered the fuck out of me. We'll get to that. Oh, my God. Yeah. But are we ready for plot hole number two? Oh, my God. Already? Bring it on. Bring it on. Uh, what was it. the point of the statesman? Uh, right. Just to see what to make sure that Jeff Bridges still has a chin underneath his beard. Jeff Bridges. <laughs> yep, because <laughs> it literally Jeff had Bridges n- hawk one into a spittoon. Oh, he that did. Is something. It was impressive. It was very impressive. Total waste of Jeff Bridges and yeah. uh, actually Halle Berry as well. Because they yeah. did. Yeah. Basically, I didn't like her in this at all. Instead, like there was no point to the statesman whatsoever. They yeah. said, really? "Oh, we're in the statesman," and then they immediately leave the United States. And go back to the UK for a festival. There is no point where the statesmen themselves have any bearing on the plot itself except to, oh, by the way, the Kingsmen blew up and now need more resources. Great. You have our resources. And that's it. There is yeah. no, the organization itself was not actually involved in the stuff, the uh, in the actual plot. Um, there was really, literally no reason for the statesmen in this movie whatsoever. Uh, sure, there was. It's called um, uh, marketing. Yeah, <laughs> they were just yes. Channing Tatum in a movie for all of thirty seconds. Yeah, he had, come on. Both of his and, lines and, were important. And Pedro Pascal, he did a really good job. So he, he killed did a really it. Really good job. I, w- I was trying to figure oh out God. who the hell. I was like, yeah. who is this guy? Oberon, Why do I know him? <laughs> He's literally Oberon. fucking Oberon. Oberon. Ah. Oberon. 
Oh my god, yes. I, I'm so happy. I was. I'm, I'm so happy to see him get. I mean, he does get work, but I'm so happy to see him in everything that he does. Oh. After mm. after that after that crazy death in Game of Thrones. Oh man. Oh my god. The craziest death ever. That was like the best Nathan Fillion impression that I have ever seen in a movie ever. Like, <laughs> Dude, he did the Han Solo point. Yeah, he he did. did. He did the he did the go get it ready. It was great. It was awesome. Yeah. Dude, that was awesome. Like his 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 whole fight scene with the whip, that was awesome. Oh that whip. I just I never got tired of it. They yeah. they overused <laughs> the shit out of it, and I just loved it. Was it was the Captain America shield of this movie. It oh, completely totally. defied yeah. laws of physics or all rules of reason, but it kicks some freaking ass. Yeah. And Dude, to go back it, to what like Greg was saying earlier before about the fight scenes. Now the last fight scene I have my my things with it, but like it goes back to like when they're like in the bar and he's fighting with the fighting pretty much with everything pretty much. Yeah. It's it's still a classy kind of fighting, like the Southern gentleman kind of fighting, but it's more. Americanized, like I don't know how to put it, but it just well, looks they like hit, that they hit scene, harder than their British, their British. Government. That whole scene was to just draw parallel, even more parallels between the Kingsmen and the Statesmen, right? Right. Like they, yeah. they were supposed, like whiskey was supposed to be uh, the Galahad of this of the mm. Statesmen. Yeah. Um, and it, it it was just not very subtle, and and that kind of brings me up to one of my other points is one of the main factors uh, of enjoyment for me for the first. Kingsman was Galahad, the OG Galahad, Colin Firth. Colin Firth. Mm-hmm. He's just like I never thought a a British gentleman could be a badass until I saw that. <laughs> yes. He was. And then like watching him in this way. Wait, but haven't we watched all the Daniel Craig Bonds? I mean, come uh, on. But but you wouldn't classify, well, classify a him as a yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Answer your own question. Yeah. Not he's Daniel not, like, Craig. Proper. Go sit in your corner. I had to think Eat your about fish it. heads. Yeah. And he's not Englishman. James Bond is not Englishman. All right, he's Scottish. Yeah. So, regardless. So, like, you have the in the first one, and you know he's like he's teaching him the lesson. Manners maketh the man. He locks the bar, and he starts with the the stein, the glass stein, and throws it against the guy's head. Just kicks the shit out of everyone, right? And then in this movie, because you know, turns out spoilers, he's been alive this whole time because there's this new technology that can shave people from... seconds after we thought he was dead. Right, yeah. Which, Samuel Jackson didn't see that helicopter coming? Uh, Yeah! Dude! Oh my god! Oh my fucking god! Like, so I watched it, like, I got super matinee and I was, like, the only person in the theater watching (laughs) it. So I'm like, I'm gonna enjoy this. Took my fucking shoes off, left my phone, like, 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 still, like, not even on vibrate, like... I enjoy shit, and I fucking like screamed at the screen at that part. Yeah, like he's walking away, and a second later is the helicopter. You can hear a helicopter coming from like ten miles away. Yeah, you know, and that's not even me saying you know, like knowing about helicopters. That's a fact. You know when a helicopter is going through the air, you know, and he didn't hear it. Like I screamed so loud at the screen. I'm like, what the fuck? Like. <laughs> Seriously, man. Yeah. Thank you, Greg. Thank you. And, and, I, and I, lo- that. I love the way that they that they shot that too. It's as if they had this whole thing in mind from the first one. It's weird because, or or, or did they get? Because it's weird because I don't think you can get Samuel Jackson to like kind of repress. I, I think they did because at the end, thing. there's a big thank you to Samuel Jackson yeah. in the credits. Oh, was there? Yeah. There's oh, plot hole number three. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, that's crazy. <laughs> but uh, but 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 yeah, it was it was weird how they well they they spoiled that he was back in the fucking trailer. Yeah. So they in, in the trailer, in the movie posters, in the fucking pop Funko figures. Yep. Everything. Everything. Yeah. You can't like so, avoid. Yeah. That. It's yeah. It's weird. So when they reveal in the movie, it's just like, oh, you're alive. It's like, yeah, we we know that. Okay, yep. move on. Yeah. And and it was weird for me that they kept trying to bring Colin Firth's character back into the fight. It's like he's not that integral. Like Eggsy is better now. Like he can do what 
his what well, old Galahad can. You know what I mean? Like, why yeah. does he need him so much? I guess because he brought him into into the king. Well, he's, he's the and, only. And he's, he's like a father left. figure. Yeah, and he's he's like a father figure to him, yeah. which is I, I I guess. But it's just like, dude, you don't need this guy. He's out of whack. He got shot in the head by Samuel Jackson, and then they just like retcon him in with this whole. Oh, we have this gel stuff you put over your head yep. and your eyes, yeah, and that then was, that boom. Was a out there. And then we use. And, and I love how they explain everything in this movie because they know muggles are going to watch too. And we put like these things in him. Robots. Na- no, no, no shit. Uh, nanites. Says, and we put yeah, nanites, nanites. Tiny miniature robots, robots. That go inside. Yeah, miniature robots. It's like wow, Ugh. really for like dumb motherfuckers. That's crazy. However, put, that yeah, final, based on the robots. final twenty minutes of the movie with the two of them taking out the camp. Um, that was, that yeah. switched me from that confused about whether I like this one to I actually was really entertained. I actually like the second one better than the first one, mainly because mainly because I a big part of that was that ending scene. That was like what I really wanted out of the first one was the two of them fighting side by side. Yeah. Didn't happen. Yeah. And, and then when we got it, oh God, did we get it. Mm. And it ended in, in that last like gunfight, like ended in such a pimp scene, pretty much they they fucking blow up the robot and they're both like underneath like the freaking like umbrella while like shrapnel's raining all over Ugh. them. I thought it was such a badass scene. I'm like, that's fucking awesome. You Dude, know, like like like, like I, and all of their gear is so baller. Like they have this like 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 Louis Vuitton like like Kingsman looking case that that's oh like, yeah. It's, it's like 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 a machine gun, but it, it doubles into like a riot shield. I was, Dude, like, I fucking, I was like, oh, it folds out like Wolfwood's fucking cross thing. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Yeah. Dude, when, when yeah when that folded out, I was like, oh. <laughs> that was when it was game That's over clever. for me. I went, okay, I'm in, I'm in, I'm sold. Yeah, because That's shit like sick. that was like deliciously over the top. Which like, I think that the fact that it was a lot kitschier was a lot more was a lot more present in this movie. So I kind of could buy in to the kitschiness and kind of okay. I leaned back. I enjoyed it a little bit more because it was a much more pronounced than the first movie. Yeah, and, and you know, you know, it was also deliciously over the top. We had Julianne Moore, who's the main villain. She's in this like temple somewhere out She's in the out, it out, it out. Out, and then right. Cambodia, in the jungle, South America, in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, and then uh, yeah, then she has this like this this fallout town, this like 1950s, because she does this whole monologue. She's like, "Oh, I was in love with this time frame." She had like a diner. And like a salon, yeah. and it's all like 1950s, which actually looked it looked really cool. I was yeah. like, oh, that's your, your big, really when cool I, big boy, your big boy donuts. But when he yeah. did that, also like it, it straight reminded me of again like of a James Bond villain. A James Bond villain would be like so outrageously extravagant. It's okay, you know, <laughs> yeah. like for whatever reason gimmick. it that's works. That's what it is, you know. And like I didn't, I didn't mind Julianne more than this. I didn't hate her. I didn't like her. She was just, you know, she was there. Yeah. Um, excuse me. I agree, Sergio. Like, if they got that the actress from Harry Potter, oh. um, it probably would have been more of a scary, diabolical kind of character, but they probably weren't going for that all the way. But then again, with the plot she had, they kind of were. That was a yeah. fucked up... That was a pretty good plot. Like, as far as, like... Yes. As far as, like, villainous shit goes, like, I thought Samuel Jackson thing was great when everyone just eats each other, pretty much. Like, mm. this was fucked up, because it really puts into that perspective of, like, well, the people that are dying... Majority of the nine percent are probably they're junkies. Drug users, yeah. You know, not even drug users, just junkies. You know. Yeah. I, but I there are, but the remaining ten percent are just regular schmucks like us who just want to have some weed. You know, like. Yeah, I, I love I love the whole premise of like she's this crazy international drug dealer of all these kinds of narcotics, and everyone from meth heads to people who smoke weed who in who use her product. There's like poison in her product, and she also has an anecdote ready to go with drones everywhere around the entire world with a network 
like, uh, like similar to like uh, Mission Impossible's The Syndicate, where they're everywhere. They have unlimited resources, but she has like five bodyguards <laughs> in like her in like her secret base. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, crazy. I mean, in a way, it makes sense because like, you know, like like any types any type of like anything that'll make someone want to get money from you will probably like turn, have them turn against you. You know, so like, mm-hmm. it makes sense. I thought. Because she says a lie in the movie that was never visited again that she likes robots better than people. I thought those bodyguards were machines. The way oh, she, yeah. the way she, I seriously thought that's what they were going to be. And like, in I mean, I, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't get that at all. Well, because she says it, she's like, you know, that's why I prefer machines. Yeah, you know, yeah, they're loyal. And say, it's like, yeah. and yet, and it's like, it would have been kind of cool if like the the freaking like landmine blows up and they all get up and all like Terminator and all that shit. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. that would have been kind of. Yeah, that, you know? that, that's another kind of interesting point, Dave. I never thought about that. She says she loves robots more than people, yet the only things that she replaces with robots are dogs. Are dogs. Yeah. And the one salon robot. And the one salon robot. Which the is cool. Robot. Like, like, like I, I thought each different establishment she had in her base would have a robot like yeah, that. Yeah, right. And she said of like, like, like in her diner, it's her, but she would have had like a butler bot. Her salon oh, has a cool... And like, I, lo- cool. I love the, 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 the design of her salon bot. It looked really freaking cool. And kind of underused, but uh, yeah, I mean, her, her plot the was... The salon bot took up all the CGI budget. Yeah. <laughs> it did. But yeah, her whole plot was, okay, I'm going to infect all my narcotics with a poison. I'm going to I'm gonna go to the leader of the free world, the president of the uh, United States, and be like, hey, uh, all the people <laughs> around the world who use my product are going to die unless you make it legal for all these narcotics and stuff like that. But then plot twist, the president's like, oh, these guys are junkies. Screw that. I'm going to make it seem like I care about these people. I'm not going to sign anything. Oh and I was like, ooh, that, that's, that's pretty good. Yeah, what a yeah. Dick. Dude, yeah, well, when I saw him, I was like, hey, look at yeah. this. Batman, Batman Young Justice. Hey. Yeah, look at him. But oh man, I, I love that. That as a president, he was just like, "Ooh, no, yeah, we'll get rid of these junkies, and I'll be the most impressive president in the world." It's like he was like light yagaming her. Yeah. El- it was <laughs> like it was like some death note going on. Oh man, it was great. That, yeah, and they're like her- that scene with the, the president depressed me so much because whatever the president is, and not to get, I'm gonna get political for like five seconds. Whatever president oh, is that like, shitty in a movie, you're like, well, at least my president's not that shitty. And then you're just <laughs> like, yeah. this is exactly man, what he would do. Oh, like man. the president in Mars Attacks. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. It's like, God yes. damn it. No, don't. Why can't don't we all it, just get along? Get along. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> so the president in, in this fictional movie shit. is not as bad as the real one. We have the real yeah. one. Yeah. 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 Oh, God. At least he's smart enough to formulate a plan. But anyways. Stay, stay tuned for Bad Kid Funky Talks Politics. Yay. Our next, we do our it. different venture. Yeah, we already had the anti-Nazi podcast. <laughs> In our next episode, we're going to get into a drone strike. On our different venture, Bad Coyote Politics. BCP, <laughs> buddy. Take that. Inhale that sweet beat. Sweet BCP. You guys like Senates? <laughs> <laughs> I am the Senate. <laughs> You guys like talking about trade negotiations? Oh, <laughs> I love it. Love oh it, baby. my god, that and more. They can't do that. But uh, yeah, what was what, what you guys? Th- what you guys think of the plot? So this whole thing was to thwart Julianne Moore's thing of like drugs being poisoned with uh, some other kind of drug, <laughs> and her having an antidote, and the whole thing it's is a, like to it's make a solid bond plot. You know, yeah. Yeah. You corrupt the world, and they got to find a way to stop it. You know, she's got all the right quirks of a Bond villain. There's a there's a way to stop it. I mean, it all kind of works out. I mean, she even like 
The way she disposes of henchmen, I mean, just throwing them into the fucking meat mm. grinder. And making yeah. burgers out of them. And like making them perfect. It's so good. <laughs> Yeah, was, what was up with that? Like, the, this this guy's like has like the whole like refer a friend program going on. He's like, hey, I referred a friend. Let me get my uh, henchman fun bucks. And she's like, yeah, sure, <laughs> but this this guy this guy messed up. She's like, oh, welcome to the organization. What's your name? Okay, cool. Your body messed up, so I'm gonna need to put him in the meat grinder. And she's like, I'm it, not I think kidding. It was a At some point, you just stop referring friends. Yeah, right. <laughs> like that's the secret to the refer a friend program. Like the friend who refers you dies. Goddamn. You take his place. So, so um. Are we, are we gonna talk about the greatest cameo I've ever friggin' the seen o- most movie? overused no, no, cameo no. of all time? Oh my God, Elton. I now, was so happy. I I like Elton John a lot. I like his music, and I think he's cool. But I was just like, okay, so they managed somehow to get Elton John, and they're using him a lot in this movie. Yeah, Hell he's yeah. mugging it for the camera. He saves the day. Two, two, two. It's weird. It's so weird. That's not I how I envision Elton John to talk, move, or behave. Are you serious? <laughs> that's exactly how Elton John. If, if Elton John was in that scenario, that's exactly what he. Would <laughs> I don't know. I just like it, it's. It, it was all very awkward, yeah. except except for the scene where we're like he's in the room and where, where she's like, "Oh, here are the different stages of my drug and how I'll kill people." The first stage, second stage, third stage, and it's like, "Oh, but Elton John is fine." Here we go, and then and then he's just yelling at the guy, "Get out of my room! Get out of my room! You fucking get out!" And so then she's good. like still, and she's still monologuing, and then you see in the back, and he's like, "No, get out!" Like, <laughs> and, the, and the guy's like looking at like his. Boss, like, do I? Julian words, like, did I? Should I get out? Should I listen to Elton John? Elton John's yelling at me right now. <laughs> like, I was, I was dying when he was yelling at the henchman to get out of his room. Like, I was absolutely rolling. And when but he takes out the, that, hen- the other henchman in the, uh, in the friggin' theater, I'm, oh I'm being rescued God. and kicks some ass. And that smile that he saved yeah. uh, Colin Firth and that dog was amazing. That was yeah. good. He's not allowed to kill me. <laughs> <laughs> Elton Duck, amazing fuck you, fight. Fuck you. Elton John, Human Shield. Yeah, and a lot, and a lot of the the, the, the use of uh, of that song. It was it was oh, so. God, that, it was oh my god, dude! Like I I love the high energy action the, the, in the Kingsman the set, movie. The setup for it was a little awkward for me, dialogue wise. I agree, <laughs> absolutely. I was like, I'm like, is that really how they're gonna set this up? Like, why not just make it Saturday? Like, what what difference does it make? Yeah, yeah, yeah start singing that, Wednesday, Wednesday. Hey, isn't the song supposed to be Saturday? What day is it? It's Wednesday. There you go. Bad writing for so Elton John. I, Who, I, whoever was in charge uh, of like Elton John's lines, like, needs to be fired because but, it's like you you have Elton John. Maybe he's maybe he's a friend. Maybe he likes the Kingsman stuff, and he's like, hey, can or be a part maybe of that? that was just Elton John writing his own lines. I would like to I say it's just no. A, I think it's just making no, fun know. of the uh, the like quip like one liners from the Bond movies that are just really terrible. So you just take a line that is so so freaking awful. I mean, no, it's awful. just bad writing. It's just oh, bad no, writing. No. I, I think know. it was a purposely it's bad, writing. bad writing. It's just bad writing. There, there is such a thing as bad writing. I think it's just bad writing. Look, look, look at the CW Flash. Just bad writing all over. Dude, you both love and hate that show. I so do much. both love and hate it. Because like, I hate that, that it's a soap opera, but I love the, all like the other stuff that's in it. Yeah. Yeah. Not saying it needs to be devoid of emotion and stuff like that, you know, but... Just devoid of Iris, please. Thank you. Speaking yeah, of mean... devoid of emotion, how about Eggsy not having a personality? Yeah, uh, where did his what? personality he did. go? He has what are you zero, talking about? He has zero personality, dude. When he, when he was talking about like uh, the dog in the beginning of the movie, while he was on his way out of the door, and uh, and and the Duchess was like, "Oh, I'll come give you a hug." He's like, "No, I'm I'm good, I'm good." And uh, the dog said he's good too. And in the way he welled up when he saw uh, Colin first character, and he had a, he had a range, but uh, uh, I don't know. I, I, I liked that uh, he was a he was a steel box. 
I don't know, man. I I wanted a quippier. I, I wanted a quippier uh, hero. Yeah. In Ooh, there. No, uh, I don't. I don't know. I don't know if he's the guy for that. Yeah. I. I, w- I don't like disagree you- with you, but. <laughs> <laughs> no, my point. But no. But I just. I don't know, man. It. It was just Use like you, oh, you have this dude who's supposed to be like. In the first movie, he was like rough and tough kid from, uh, you know, from the East End, the other side of the from tracks. the other side of the tracks for approximately rough. like twenty minutes of that movie, and then pretty much like never again. Um, and we didn't really see that. I wanted, I wanted the dude, the wisecracking kid that uh, instead of the just the stone face, every once in a while I, I say something. Just I also kind of expected him giving up being a like a chav. Yeah. You know, I mean, like, I took it as like you know, it's a training of just being a kingsman. You know what yeah, I mean? It just kind of like breeds that or gets that that out of you. You know? What yeah, I mean? yeah. Like he was a punk kid all that stuff, but he's been a kingsman for like a year now. He's been doing this, so he's probably not as he's more seasoned. He doesn't ha- he has that training behind him. I wanted you know? Will Smith from Men in Black, guys. That's really what I wanted. The no, guy who's no. in the organization. I, I was just say that. I was about, I was about to say the still, same fucking uh. thing. He still has like you know he's still the anti-organization. He's saying shit he shouldn't. He's doing things he shouldn't. Yeah. That's what I want. You basically want. You know what the difference between you and me is? I make this shit look good. <laughs> you basically no. wanted Nathan Fillion instead of this guy. Correct. Oh, that's what you <laughs> yes. No. Yes. No way. I did. Always. I did. I'll Always. admit it. I don't know. I like. I, I like that, that he was a steel box, and I like. I like his yeah. his range of emotions that, that he showed, even like towards the end with with what what happened. Completely neutral or it. shedding one tear. That's a wide range. Yeah, yeah. That, that's how that's how a man does it. That's how a gentleman does it. I mean, even when Mark Strong was was talking to him in in the ashes of the Kingsman uh, thing, he was just like, "Remember your training. Do your job, and then you can have a cry all to yourself in private." I was like, "Yes, that's the manliest thing <laughs> no, ever." You have, a, you have a permission to shed a tear if you choose to. Merlin yes, was fantastic throughout yeah. the oh, entire Strong thing. Mark killed Strong it. kills they it. Killed them off anyway. You know Mark what? But he, it. God damn it, did he go out? Oh, dude, that was like the he did. best performance in the whole movie is him singing that goddamn song yeah and slowly the orchestra picks up West behind him Virginia. takes oh, out dude what? somebody was was cutting onions in my theater oh, like there were <laughs> onions being cut was great. i was like who's cutting onions yeah it was so good oh, that was great that was yeah. the moment where it kicked in to like all right this is the epic action scene yeah yeah Love well yeah it. greg like we're just saying that the orchestra welling up and everything him singing the song and just take oh man, just ah, he's <laughs> taking it for the team. God, he went out like a G. He was just like, all right, gentlemen, it's been an honor working with you all. And the worst part is like, it, it I, lo- ha- I love the class, the bait and switch he does with the ice on the the landmines. Oh, that was great. I'm like, I didn't see that coming nope. at all, but it was it was it was yeah. great. It bothers me because like landmines don't work like that. But this one did. Oh. Yes, but also <laughs> physics doesn't work step like on that it. in this in, at all. True. Yeah, so, I'll give you that. Yeah. You know. <laughs> Yeah, there's that. Yeah, yeah. The guy hops over a car. There's, there's like a robot arm that's somewhere. Yeah. There's there's an electric lasso. Yeah. No, there's always like little shit that bothers me in movies and stuff like that. Like like little things that shouldn't bother me, considering what we just saw. You know what I mean? <laughs> or what just happened? It's shit like that. You know, just landmines. That, the the know, thing just, that bothered me the most, and it's the stupidest thing to get hung up on, um, when they find the antidote and they try to get it, they try to steal a sample to like create you know mass so they don't have to do anything um yeah. the bad guy what's his name what's pretty boy's name josh whiskey i don't remember his name. i think so yeah. Josh. Ro- yeah. mr robot arm pretty boy 
Oh, uh, uh, Charlie. 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 Charlie um, gets the controls to the ski lift going down and starts spinning and spinning and spinning, right? And it's just like it's an amusement park at that point. So what does Zoro do but get his little lasso out and puts a hole through it. And then Eggsy figures out, oh, he's got a parachute. We can use that to slow down before we kill all the old people in their retirement home. I feel like I'm not like, I don't know physics that well, but I feel like that amount of force being pulled out of the hole should have sucked him through. Yeah. yeah. Alien resurrection. I was just going to say, yeah, like the, <laughs> yeah. Like, like the abomination, alien resurrection. Yeah. And it was just, it just didn't. He's just like, okay. Right. Also, I love the whole cartoon thing of there being an old folks retirement home down in the path yeah. of that ski lift. Dude, like when, when, when they're going up to get the antidote, okay, cool, get the antidote, all right, peace out, bye. And they're coming down, the guy hits the thing, pew, 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 pew. and then they start like spinning and spinning, coming down, and it's like, oh no, they're going to die. And all of a sudden it showed the camera pans down to an old folks retirement home in their path. I was like, what is this? What is this Acme movie? This is so Looney Tunes. It's great. It's so ridiculous. Uh, like Immediately followed by, are we ready for plot hole number four? Let's do oh, it. God. it. Chris really not wrote these down. Yes. I love this. Oh my god, I love this. So they're uh, they're hauled up in the cabin, and the guys are around them. And then Colin Firth shoots whiskey, and he's like, "I think he's working for them." Except, in the end, how could he possibly know? He wasn't. He right. was not working for them. He just had his own beliefs, completely separate from the statesman. Yeah, completely separate from everything. He basically was, I want this to go through because reasons. There was no possible junkie. way for Colin Firth to have known that. No. Right. Whatsoever. Right. Which is Unless why that really gets further credence to the statesman know. having zero impact on I the I think story. it was because he saw when he saw him like knock out the thing from his hand, something kind of clicked. But that's like, kind of it's, it's it such was. a reach, though, Dave. Like, it's totally it, no, no, it really is. But then, no, but they, they, they it, it is a reach. Fall. But they, they like they zoomed in on his fucking face when it happened. You know, like the thing falls, breaks, and he looks at it the with problem, that British look. You know, it's like yeah. they, they, you know. So like, but the problem is they didn't build the clout to have that be a plausible yeah. reason yeah. for it. Because up until that point, there's no, there reason, no reason. There's no reason for it, um, and there was no back end. Basically, I don't like when movies waste attention on especially this one they kind of milked a lot of things they waste attention in the wrong areas that don't get back to the core story um mm. i'm i'm same thing um i think i said with ghostbusters where i believe there's like a cut of this that's very streamlined that just keeps the main story beats that actually is a very solid movie without a Wait, lot of lady ghostbusters or ghostbusters oh no lady ghostbusters ghostbusters classic is perfect mm. lady ghostbusters there's yeah. a 15 minute version of that movie that's solid where, yeah. where, where, where the hell does that exist? Uh, with all the bad, you remove all the bad jokes and you stick to the plot points. Anyway, actually, plot points? believe it or not, believe it or not, there's a uh, prequel trilogy Star Wars movie that exists on YouTube called Fall of the Jedi. They did the exact same thing. They took all three movies, took out all the bullshit, yeah. and they have it just one solid uh, movie. Topher Grace I did that. Topher, Topher yeah, Grace Topher Grace did, yeah. did that. Yeah. What did he call it? Not the Phantom Edit. The Fall of the Jedi. Else. Fall of the Jedi. No, I think I, well, yeah, I, I watched right, Fall right. of Jedi. I, b- I believe so. The one that you saw, someone did do that. Topher Grace did a similar thing, but he didn't release it anywhere. He just basically showed it in like a few private uh, viewings, ah. but it's not anywhere. And it, um, so and, people and, have and, done and everyone said, and everyone said like, who saw that? It's like this is the most amazing thing. Yeah, like everyone was like, this fixes everything. Again, you <laughs> yeah. you cut out the fluff and you follow just the core story. You focus on the right things. If you, um, 
and that makes for a good, a much better movie. And this, there was too much extra stuff. Like if you remove the Statesman altogether, first of all, the movie gets cut down by about forty-five minutes. Yeah. Um, but there, and there's no re- there's no reason that they need to be in there. Uh, and those were uh, yeah, the, yeah, they were totally in there just just, just for fun. It's like yeah. oh, what if there's maybe, a, what maybe if there's they're like a all Kingsman there to thing set up, everywhere to, yeah. to set up the third film. Yeah. What should have been what would have been a better movie if the reverse happened? If the statesmen were taken out and then they went to go join the Kingsmen and that, that would have been awesome. Awesome. I thought think that that, that cool. would have been a much more fun version of of the movie that would have made more sense. Yeah. But alas, that's not what we got. But then we wouldn't get to see the giant flask building. That was super important that they just kept on doing these beauty shots of all the time. Yeah, that was really it's good. A, it's a cool looking building. Yeah. It's like it's like we get it. Like there's somebody in the art department who thought it was really clever yeah. and they made sure to put it in the movie a lot. Yeah. Probably yeah. someone who I, also worked on Batman and Robin. <laughs> Nipples. <laughs> but yeah, at the end of the movie, like uh, Pedro Pascal's character just kind of shoehorns in. Yes, I want this. I want this. I want all these like drug dealers and stuff to die too. I don't want them to be saved because of my family. Yes, it's like, really? my, it was the really? J. Jonah Jameson reason. <laughs> One dude in a mask is responsible for the death of his wife, so he got to kill all the people with masks. Yep. He can't be trusted. Spider Man, yeah. Public Menace, Daily Bugle today. Speaking of public menaces, <laughs> guess what time it is. It's time for the secret question. Secret question t- more politics, more politics time. time. You're right. BC, that BCP. Secret question. Secret or if it's politics, are we going Ronald Reagan? <laughs> <laughs> we almost touched upon my, my secret question about 30 seconds ago, and I'm really glad we didn't, because otherwise Ooh. I wouldn't have one. So we talked about uh, Kingsman, the Golden Circle tonight for issue number 117. Uh, We talked about what we liked, what we didn't like, the action, plot holes galore, all of that. What I want to know is if there are more secret societies out there in the world... I want you to pick a country and I want you to tell me what that group is called the rule is it has to end with s-men smet so you have statesman kingsman so on can i go first yes you absolutely can go first oh my god you know they actually pretty much did set up what the next movie is yeah and it's gonna be the scotsman scotsman yeah, because yeah. they set up they set up a uh, a distillery in Scotland. Mm-hmm. They did, and I was waiting. Them was like, say it, mm. say it, say Scotsman. And then they never did, and I was very sad. Anyways, kilts galore. Next, oh man, yeah. they're gonna have. Uh, oh, let's add on a little bit more while everyone else is thinking because I feel like they need more time. Uh, pick two actors that would be prominent in that thing. So two Scottish actors that would be fantastic. Oh shit, uh, you and McGregor Ooh. and. Ooh. Just say David. Uh, just, there's a the guy that played Bullseye just say in Daredevil. David just say David Tennant. Colin Farrell. <laughs> I thought. Uh, I'd have to say uh, David Tennant. Yeah, there you go. You win. David Tennant. Everyone. David Tennant. He David wins. Tennant. <laughs> David Tennant. He wins. Nailed it. Nailed it. Sit it. Sit um, it. Shut it down. Let's go up. Oh, who's moving the most right now? Everyone is trying to stay. Oh, it's Surge. It's Surge. And he's making noises. Boom, surprise, I have yeah. one. Okay, so it, it would be in Jamaica and it'd be called the Coolman. Yeah. <laughs> I believe to follow the rules, it's the Coolsman. Coolsman. <laughs> the Coolsman. Coolsman. Wouldn't it be Coolsman? <laughs> 
I love it. Wow. Okay. I'm so happy. <laughs> had, to, had, to, had to end in men, oh. not mine. You know but what? Yes, I but thought of that. Jamaica. We're going to tweak the rules. Yes, for but this it had to end in brand. men, so that wouldn't have worked, which is why I went with it. <laughs> okay, men. cool, man. But mine is definitely funnier. Well, cool imagine man. they're like, oh, our other thing in Scotland uh, blew up. Well, where's another distillery? Could have been distilleries now. Wait, over in the Crimin, we have something set up, and it's with rum. Who's right? Who's down there? And it's like, bah, bah, and it goes over Captain to Jamaica. Jack Sparrow. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that would be so. That would be part of the the shtick, right? They go, oh, like, oh yes, the the Coolsman, and they go, yeah, the Coolsman. <laughs> Coolsman. Yeah, yeah, cool's yeah, that's what they do. Like, like, <laughs> that's the thing. And it's rum. They're like, oh, it's great. All right, actors, go. Let's see here. I don't know any prominent Jamaican actors. Know, We're going to have... Oh, I know. Uh, Just I think of Cool Runnings. I don't know if everyone saw... Yeah, John Candy. Uh, cast uh, of Cool New York Runnings. Undercover, because there's a guy called uh, Malik Yoba who is really good. Oh, okay. Um, we could also have... Uh, Forrest Whitaker does a good Jamaican Ooh. as well. Mm. Yeah. He does do a good Jamaican. And uh, let's see here. Yeah, just throwing Fred Armisen. Let's, let's throw in Buster Rhymes. the Jamaican actor. Yeah. Throw in Buster Rhymes. Have him do a cameo. Yeah. What about John Candy? Oh. Ooh. Too dead. I'm just celebrating his life with Chris. Get out, get out, Chris. Leave. All right, Dave. You go. That's good. I do it. It's good. So mine would take place in Spain, and my guys would be the villains to actually hunt down these organizations, Mm -hmm. and they would be called the Inquisition Men. (laughs) I feel like you just really like the name the Inquisition, and you just remembered that you had to put men at the end. (laughs) You're you're not forcing this at all. I am forcing this. No, I just rather have like an organization that hunts these guys and want to take it be it out of Spain because why the fuck not? The Spaniards. And I was thinking, Spaniards, yeah. <laughs> and it'd be Javier Bardem and oh. Antonio Banderas as the two main Ooh, that'd be I good. Like that'd be yeah. really good. Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm coming for you, Galahad. Mm. <laughs> Especially how he talked in like No Country for Old Men. Can you imagine that shit? Like him just walking down a hallway and he's just like firing fucking shit at him. Like, but sick. yeah, my guys would hunt these fuckers down. You would have like and because it's like a crazy Acme Carts movie. You would have like 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 a guitar, bring kind of like 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 Johnny Depp in uh, what was it called Mexico? What's the time Mexico? Oh, no, no, no. You're yeah. thinking of Antonio Banderas. Antonio Banderas. What's the time Mexico? And Desperado. And Desperado. That's exactly what I'm thinking of. Boom. Who's the director of that movie? <laughs> it's all the same franchise. It's Robert Rodriguez. Yeah, I couldn't think of his <laughs> name. That's who franchise. can. Uh, that's who should direct it. Oh fuck! That'd be better. They're like they're 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 like in Mexico, and they're like I mean, it's literally pulling off of that, yeah. but like. There's a mariachi. I, I would Mariachi love. man. Oh, right, the mariachi right. man. Are you ready for mine? Yo. Are, are we, are we ready? Wait, wait, wait. The mariachi, mariachi man. That's great. They would have like the Day of the Dead, like like tattoos and stuff. Ooh. And they'd be like, whoa. Well, no, no. Are... They, no, no. Because they have the Day of the Dead tattoos. That means they can't fit in anywhere. Remember, the thing about the king's and statesmen, they have to fit in anywhere. And they that's have to true. be like proper gentlemen. Most mariachi people are generally seen as proper because the way they dress. The mariachi man would be really easy. good. Like, yeah. I, I want to see that. Ah, Casey. Go, Case. Uh, I'm going to go with the Down Under Men. <laughs> uh, Damn it, that's good. Also known as the Men in Hats. Yeah, it's going to be Paul... Uh, PJ Hogan. Okay. Or no, Paul Hogan. Whoever played Crocodile Dundee in the... Paul Hogan. Paul Hogan. Hogan. <laughs> Paul Hogan. Whoever played Crocodile I think PJ Hogan's a director. That man's a national um, treasure. Yeah, and uh, Australia's own Ben Mendelsohn. Oh, director who, Krennic. Uh, yeah, who played Krennic in Rogue One. Interesting. You got one one giant goofball of an Australian caricature and one terrifying man, man's man. And any Australia. any of the Hemsworths. And, yeah. Oh, man, yeah. Any of the Hemsworths. Get them all Ooh. in there. Yep. Get, get lovable rogue Liam and fan favorite face Chris. <laughs> <laughs> 
I was thinking for like the mariachi men, like rather than Tony Banderas be like one of the guys, he's just the guy that leads it because why not? He's the original mariachi. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, for me, I guess I would have to go with the Matroiska men, which is, which is the, yeah, I see. Sorry. Uh, that's uh, also the name for the Russian nesting dolls. The Matryoshka dolls. <laughs> ah. uh, I don't know any Russian actors off the top of my head, so I'm going to do a quick Google search for some of them. Google it which up, is leaving me just, with nothing. So you could safely throw in Mila Jovovich. Mila, ooh, actually, you know no. what? You know what? It's, it's just going to be uh, the nesting dolls, right? So it's not going to be men. It's going to be the women. So we're going to have Mila Jovovich in there, right? Um, let's throw in Mila Kunis too, just to get all the Milas. Oh, yeah, she is Russian. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. Go with that. You never go yeah. full Mila. So it, it's kind of like the. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> terrible. <laughs> terrible. That was pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> Solid. Uh, it's it's kind of like the, the, the answer to all the other ones. It's just <laughs> like a fleet of just like super awesome, badass women, Russian women that just drink you under the table. With vodka, every chance they get. It's a whole team of black yeah. widows and Molotov cocktails. Yeah. And speaking of badass women, we can go to Israel to the Jerusalemen. Jeru- I was I was trying to figure out how <laughs> I would get that to work. I couldn't. Natalie Portman. Ooh. Gal Gadot. Gal Gadot. Mm. There we yeah. go. Can we just have it be the Natalie Portman? The Portman. <laughs> <laughs> Natalie Portman. No. Portman. Sarah Silverman. The Silverman's. Okay. All right, that's it. We're done. That's it. They're all let's annoying and yeah, Let's close up shop here. That's right. We're, we're dissolving. Everyone, thanks for tuning in. This has been <laughs> issue number 117 of the Bad County Funky Podcast. We covered Kingsman, the Golden Circle. Uh, remember to tune in over live at each and every Thursday night. It's going to be a miracle if I get through this. Each and every Thursday night here at twitch.tv slash badcutyfunky at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, we also uh, have our podcast freshly edited and for your listening pleasure over on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, iHeartRadio, uh, SoundCloud, wherever, basically wherever you get your podcasts. We're there waiting for you. It sounds marginally it sounds better than the marginally live better, version. but you don't get to see our pretty faces. So it's, it's, like a, it's like a give and take kind of going on thing. You can listen anywhere. Uh, remember to track down Surge Dave and TV's Casey over at New York Comic Con this, this weekend. Woo! Boom! They'll be running around You guys are, are going to be cosplaying, right? Yeah. yeah. Saturday yeah. we like definitely a, a Star are. Star Wars vibe, maybe. And then, oh man, wait until you see Casey. Wait until Casey posts all the pictures. Y'all are going to love it, Sugar. Gonna <laughs> love it. <laughs> it's going to be great. Uh, remember to tune in also to TV slash Back Eddie Funky throughout the week for quality streaming where uh, Casey and I are, are still doing the stream up team up, which is great. We're going to start Portal 2. So if you want to see Casey Ooh. do whatever the fuck he wants and me get really annoyed and angry at it, watch. It's going to be great. <laughs> if you want to see this already represented by a brand spanking oh, new man, graphic, you'll have to, to see it on Monday. <laughs> I spent a good amount of time on that. Um, it's it going to be so a good time good. for literally everyone except me. So I'm very much looking yep. forward to it for everyone else. Tune in, Tune for, in that. for that. It'll be great. Uh, remember, everyone, we want to thank you for tuning in live, too. We had a very good showing tonight. Everyone taking part in the chat. We appreciate you. We love you. We wouldn't be doing this without you guys. Uh, we do this for free. We do it for fun. We don't really make any money off of it. It's just a good time. It's just buddies being buddies, hanging out, talking about good or bad movies, games, and more. Everyone, we will see you next time, or we will see you another time.
or never.